0: Do-do-do-do-do, Velvet Owl is so good to you, with all the things he likes to do. He watches bad movies, so you don't have to. I don't know, I thought maybe I should add a theme song to this podcast. Um, tell me what you think of that song, which I will forget how it goes, so it probably will never be used ever again. So, I changed up the format last week to make this show shorter, thinking that more people would be willing to listen to it if it's shorter, and somehow it got less listens than the longer videos, so I don't know if it was purely on the film I picked, or just you people like the longer format, i um, gonna try again the shorter format we'll see how it goes you guys can have a vote but considering there's really only three people that listen to this anyhow i don't know how much the vote will mean so today's film is called aqua slash like aqua splash but slash so as you can imagine it's a horror movie it's set at a water park um I don't think there's going to be that kind of water sports. That's a whole different genre, and I will not be reviewing those type of movies. Though I'm sure there's a podcast somewhere that just uh, reviews porn movies. I suggest seeking it out. I probably will seek it out, too. So, But I am actually excited for this, because you know that's going to be... The pools are going to be filled with blood. And I do like seeing that. I think that's a great visual. And you just know there's going to be water slides. With blood flowing down them. So. I'm excited. And then plus since it's a water park. The women will be in bikinis. And bathing suits. So that's a plus as well. So. This film's sure to have my two favorite thing. Bloods and boobs. Bloods. There's not a plural. But. That's how excited I am for this film. So, let me get started on this. The movie starts off with one of those cliched intro scenes where you see, I'm supposing, the killer sharpening up his giant axe or knife or whatever it is. His killing weapon. And those scenes just always annoy me because you're, what, trying to introduce us to it? We know we're watching a fucking horror movie. We know... A guy's going to use a big weapon and fucking kill and hack up a lot of people. And that's what we want to see. You don't need to waste time showing us him getting prepared. The quicker you get to heads lopped off, the better. But then the movie does get some promising. uh, The first scene is... It starts off like your stereotypical... And it also kind of ends like your stereotypical intro horror scene of... The couple that have snuck off in the dark into the place, the main locale. In this instance, it's the water park, and they're about to get it on, and they're going to get killed. You know they're going to get killed because, like I said, it's cliched, but we forgive it because that's what we want to see, right? We want to see people get killed. So it always starts off with that innocent couple that's about to have sex because... There's an unwritten rule that slutty people die in horror movies. And when I say slutty, I include men. I'm not sexist in that thinking only women are sluts. Men are sluts too. Hashtag feminism. But it's always interesting in that in the first scene, the woman doesn't usually have like the traditional slutty look. She has more the traditional girl next door, innocent look, like she's about to lose her virginity, which very well... May be the case. I don't know if that's the case here, cause they started off doing it doggy style. And granted, I haven't really like done the sort of research on this, but I'm gonna say that I think 98% of the time women do not lose their virginity doggy style. I'm just throwing that out there. It's a stat I completely made up, but we're gonna go with it and we're gonna say it. Um Because in this post-meme world, you can say anything, and it's true. Just make a meme. So someone out there, make a meme about how 98% of women do not lose their virginity doggy style. That's more of a second date thing. So, But of course, they're getting it on, and our Unseen Killer, which is done from their point of view, because everyone has to rip off Halloween, and so our Unseen Killer starts hacking them, knocks the guy just off, like, okay, they're at the top of the water slide. So he just pushes them off, and that guy falls to his death. And then Virginal Girl, she's screaming, and Killer hacks up her body and throws the body parts on top of the guy who's now laying dead on the floor, on the ground. Not one of the greatest death scenes but not one of the worst it was decent i i enjoyed it i think it was good enough to start off the film to be our first kill so now it's daylight a bunch of cars and school buses are pulling into the parking lot of this water park because i'm guessing this is where all the students decided they're going to have their graduation weekend I mean, I don't have to guess. They actually do say that. With the foreboding line that they made it a weekend to die for. Ho, 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 ho. Ho, 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 ho. And immediately there's some trouble between the jocks and the band. Because the jocks hate bands. Because, I mean, I want to call them rockers because they kind of look like rockers. But... One of the guys is named Chad, and so this means they're a douchey rock band, because you know, it's true. There's no, like, un-douchey rock band that features a guy named Chad. Even if you have the misfortune of being born named Chad, if you decide to become in a rock band and you decide you want to be cool, you will fucking change that name. And some of you may say, well, what about the Chili Peppers? Their drummers named Chad, and exactly, you're just proving my point. Bands with a guy named Chad are just always douchebags. Now, everyone's got their bikinis and their bathing suits on underneath their graduation gowns, which just has me wondering, did they wear the bikinis underneath when they went to the graduation ceremony? Or after the graduation ceremony, did they change into their bikinis and put the graduation gown back on? This is... I think it's important. It's important piece of backstory info to further develop these characters. I need to know. We get a lot of slow motion shots of women. Just women. None of the guys going down the water slides. I imagine the guys did go down the slides, but it's not as exciting to watch them go down the water slide. Especially this one in a yellow one-piece bathing suit whose nipples were on clear display. I, I don't think that was an accident. Mr. Director knew what he was doing. Which I always would be I'd interested to be on a set like that. Like, does the director like go look like, Okay, your nipples are out. Perfect. Let's light this up. Or is it more of a, Oh, her nipples are out. Who cares? You know, do they have these kind of discussions? I know they have to have discussions as far as, like, nudity. But does nipples through clothing, visible nipples through clothing, does that get mentioned in the nudity clause discussions? And so, after the water slides, we see the douche rock band setting up uh, about a, I don't know, maybe a 4 by 4 foot pallet is their stage. Which is bigger than any stage than I've ever played, honestly, so... These, these guys are big time and they meet the grizzled old caretaker, you know, whose sole purpose right now, at least, is to just remind them of the history of the water park. Except I think kind of the douche rock band already knows the history about the deaths and the douche rock band claims, you know, that there's been murders, whereas the caretaker just says, no, it's just people that have died. Which, either way, that would give me pause if I was ever to go to a water park. Um, Possibly even more so that it wasn't murders. Um, A bunch of people die, and you're just like, Okay, let's reopen up this water park. We swear, these water slides are safe this time. I mean, there's amusement parks... That I refuse to go to just because people died ages ago in the past. Like Fantasy Island, I don't know if they're even open anymore. But I remember one summer, three people died. And since then, I've said, fuck no, I am never going to. It's completely different management now. I think those rides don't even exist anymore. But fuck that. Three people died that one summer. I am not going. But I do have, like, some psychosis like that. Like... My friend worked at this one chocolate shop, and one day while he was working there, he lost a Band-Aid that was on his arm. And doesn't know for sure that the Band-Aid landed in one of the chocolate batches. And this was 21 years ago. I still will not buy chocolate from that store. I'm just saying. And now we've got a gratuitous car wash. Which I'm not even sure I understand how we just jumped to that. I mean, isn't this their graduation celebration weekend? So they're going to force them to do a car wash? Um, I mean, apparently, whoever washes the most cars or something wins a prize to Europe. Which... I guess... Is that the school or the water park offering that prize? Because I find it weird that either one would have the money to kind of just give a prize to. Because it doesn't even they didn't even say how many people get to be in this trip to Europe. This is boggling my mind. And while we're at it, has anyone ever been to like a car wash, a charity car wash that was actually done by people in bikinis? Does this like exist? I've seen charity car washes, and you know it's always like high school kids that you don't want to see in bikinis because then you're a fucking pervert and i'm pretty sure it's illegal to have them in bikinis anyhow but yeah i've never the only times i've seen like charity car washes it's like the local church and damn you know they're not gonna put their people in bikinis even though you know Let them be Adam and Eve, just wearing just fig leaves while doing the car wash. Note to self. Now, there is an idea I'm going to pitch to every church. If you want to raise money through a car wash, have the car washers dressed in just fig leaves like Adam and Eve. It's a nice little loophole. And now this car wash scene, which is painfully way too short and not shot very well is interrupted by Meathead, who is looking for a girl, which, I assume, it seems like it might be his girlfriend, but most likely I'm going to say it's his ex-girlfriend, that doesn't want anything to do with him anymore, but he hasn't accepted it yet, and he refuses to move on, so he's going to be a complete Meathead, and search her around for her, because she's not allowed to be on her own. So Meathead does find his girl, which, which, Okay, I think they might still be together. She hasn't left them yet, but she's going to. I can sense it. I have a sixth sense about these type of things. She's been talking to the singer from the Douche Rock Band. Apparently they're old school chums. And Meathead, who is the manager for the water park, which makes sense that it would be someone stupid who decides to reopen a water park where there have been several deaths that may or may not have been murders i just want to reiterate that even if they weren't murdered people fucking died at this water park and and it's not even like this is like the grand reopening weekend which oftentimes happens in these horror movies like yay we finally reopened this place where lots of people were murdered this place has been open for years And as far as I can tell, they never even fucking closed down the place. Like, people died. Yeah, whatever. May or may not have been murdered. Who cares? We'll see you again next summer. And if you got meathead running the place, that's just how it goes, I guess. I'm in a shot of a guy in a car listening to the radio. There might be something important. Is he the killer? Or is he the detective after the killer who's out to protect these kids and try to save them from the killer? But because everyone thinks he's the killer, his job is impeded and he ends up dead. Flip a coin, I'm guessing the latter. And back to more people on the water slides. This time we get some guys going down the water slide. Because I guess they've decided the women were having too much fun and they have to get on the water slide as well. And one guy, he's going down with his bottle. His bottle of tequila, their vodka, I'm not sure. And he gets down to the end of the water slide. He's so excited about making it. He stands up. He's holding that bottle up. And wouldn't you know it, that right behind him, a guy, another guy decided to go head first and smash. You like my special effects? My sound effects? Smash right into the bottle, and now he's bleeding. I don't know if he's dead, but now, you know, I'm not so surprised now that people die at this water park. If you're just letting people go down the slide with bottles of vodka in their hand, I'm not surprised people are dying at your park. I'm surprised your park has not been closed down yet. Then we nonchalantly switch over to the beach, which You know, I I would think that there'd be, like, you know, yelling and a lot of commotion over the fact that, you know, this guy just got his head smashed in a bottle and the pool is full of blood. But I guess that's not as important. I mean, after all, this is a place where people die. So maybe they're just used to it. Like, oh, no big deal. But we're on the beach. uh, Another stare down between one of the jocks and one of the douche rock band guys. I think the drummer. And then, you know, some tired, homophobic slang thrown at each other, insults, like straight out of a 1980s film. And then there's a super hot cougar, I guess cougar, MILF. I don't know, they said she graduated in 92. So if she was 18, this film was, t- they said it's the class of 2018, so it's almost 20 years, so yeah... I'm not going to do the math, but it's somewhere in the 40 range. So, yeah, she technically counts as a cougar who has a reputation for deflowering virgins. And one of the douche rock band guys apparently is a virgin. So, he's running up to her to, he's going to try to put some moves on, I guess, or talk to her. But nope. Interrupted, cock blocked by a phone call she gets from the mysterious creepy mustache guy in the car and then we cut over to one of the rooms where some girls are just snorting up cocaine a lot of cocaine so this must have been a rich school that this much cocaine could be flowing and now we're getting to meet the owner and a lot is really explained by the fact of the way this guy acts so, the EMTs were finally called. I'm hoping it was fairly shortly. Like, it was quicker than it felt in this film. And they're very upset, because apparently this is something that happens every year. Um, since it's the EMTs, at least thankfully, he's not dead. The guy who got his head smashed on the bottle. Is that thankfully or not? I mean, if it were real life, it'd be a thankfully he's not dead. Since this is a movie where I want to see people die I guess I'm not that thankful he survived but the EMTs are angry because it happens every year so the owner bribes them off with some free passes to the water park which I mean I guess is this water park really that good from which I've seen so far it's not that you can bribe people with free passes especially the EMTs who are here all the time and could see what's going on at this water park, but um, he sends off creepy caretaker to help clean the pool, but not dr- drain the pool, mind you, just kind of clean out whatever pieces of bottle are still in there. Yeah, dear lord, don't drain the pool when there was you know blood. I don't know, I mean, do they fully drain the pool if there was blood? So now I'm thinking about the pool I used to go to. And I remember there was one time that someone threw up. Or at least they thought they threw up. But they didn't drain the entire pool. But they did make us all get out of the pool. This has nothing to do with this movie. But now I'm just curious, like, if there was a significant amount of blood in the pool. I mean, do you drain it? And just put new pool in new pool water in or do you just let the blood dissipate i don't know that is a good question someone get on it and then the douche rock band managed to convince meathead to go take them somewhere pretending it's a sound check or something i'm not entirely sure i mean meathead didn't understand either but i think that's because he's an idiot Does that mean I'm an idiot, too? And it was all a ruse to get Meathead away from Meathead's girl so that lead douche could make out with Meathead's girl. Know that I wish I had Meathead's girl! Let's see if uh, that gets picked up and I'm hit with a copyright infringement strike for using the melody to Jesse's girl. And then we're randomly at a fancy restaurant with Cougar and creepy guy from the car, which apparently isn't her boyfriend or husband. I mean, I guess it could be a boyfriend. A mistress? What's the male equivalent of mistress? Mistro? We'll go with that. It appears to be her mistro, because her husband tries to call and just hangs up on him. And mistro, creepy mistro, He's eating lobster. It's a fucking huge lobster. It's like the size of his head. So that had to be like a very expensive lobster. And lobster always seems weird to me. I haven't, I've never eaten lobster and it's not something I particularly like have any interest in eating. But it's always got this like reputation of being like a fancy food. Yet it's something you have to eat with a bib. Like, you use your hands and you eat with a bib, but yet it's a fancy food. Y- yet, you know, if I went and ate a steak with my bare hands, people will call me like a caveman. But fuck you. Steak is good. Steak is meant to be eaten with your hands. Back to lead douche bro and meathead girl and they're making out starting to take their clothes off they're going to get it on you know what it means means the killer's going to come and he's going to cock block that son of a bitch which I say good I'm glad I don't want lead douche bro to get banged or do the banging screw him I want him dead and then we cut to some shots of random people partying and you know, they're all gonna die because we haven't met any of them. I don't, I mean, we've seen them, but I don't think anyone's actually been introduced as a character. So maybe they'll just be taken all out in one fell swoop. And then the owner of the water park, he's sitting in his VW bug, or not a bug, a van. VW van, because he's a hippie. Except he doesn't look like a hippie, but he might've been one of those guys that used to be a hippie and then sold out. And it looks like he's getting a Hummer, and you're thinking, Oh yeah, he's getting a blowjob. job. He's getting that BJ action. But nope, uh it's just a joke cuz when the girl's head comes up, she says, "Found it" cuz she had dropped her earring and was looking for it apparently in his lap, I guess. You know, I mean, for all I know, she could have been doing two things at once. Maybe she's a multitasker. She was giving head while looking for an earring. It's possible, it's doable. And now we finally get some nudity, because it's nighttime and it's all dark. But fear not, because the girls have just covered themselves in fluorescent paint. So it's sort of glow-in-the-dark. It's glow-in-the-dark nudity. And I'm a okay with that. That is awesome. I'm all for glow-in-the-dark nudity. There needs to be more of that. And so lead douche bro has gotten done banging Meathead's girl. Yes, it did happen. Because they will show us in flashback. But then they start... The douchebag brand, band starts playing. They're doing 80s cover. Because apparently this is an 80s night. I know they've said it like 15 times in the film. And it just kept going over my head. Because I don't really care for like 80s themes. I I don't know. People like the 80s. I, I don't think the 80s is that cool. Except for wrestling. 80s wrestling was great. Because for promos... They weren't given scripts, they were given cocaine, and that just made for some awesome promos. So Douchebag Band starts doing, like, one of the worst versions of Sunglasses at Night. Like, just... by God, it's horrible. You are lucky that you don't have to hear it. You want to know how bad it is? Here's my version. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can so I can see you and if I haven't been forced to cut that clip out for copyright claims imagine that like 10 times worse like someone could actually sing it worse than me and even Meathead says like this is the worst thing he's ever seen so but Lead douchebag he thinks he's in the clear cuz no one saw him bang Meathead's girl in the shower, but oh, he's wrong because we do see that someone was taping it on their cam, camera phone. So footage is out there on someone's phone. It's gonna get sent out, and Meathead will find out about it. And there's also the arrival of Cougar and Creepy Mistro, and I don't know what they're doing. Like, do they have anything to do with the water park? Like, well, I mean, Cougar likes to hang out there. But why? I mean, if this is, like, a weekend for, like, graduates, like, is the water park, like, closed to the public, or is the public still allowed? Does Cougar work at the water park? Um, is she allowed just because she goes and bangs virgins? Um, a lot of unanswered questions. Well, let's see if the movie does take the time to answer these questions. Dear screenwriter, these are questions you should have been asking yourself. And right on cue, the video of the shower bang gets sent to everyone in class, and they all get to see it, and Meathead, oh, he's not too happy about it, and he bum-rushes the stage. It's a cold-cock lead douchebag. But he at least had the courtesy to wait until they finished playing their song. Although, was that really courtesy? Maybe courtesy to the band, but not courtesy to us, the audience, who had to sit through the end of that awful, awful rendition. So he cold cocks Douchebag, Drummer Douchebag comes up, takes a swing, misses, and Meathead tosses him down. And then Bassist Douchebag just kind of runs off because, you know, you could look at it one or two ways. Bassists are cowards or they're smart. And so he knew not to get involved with this. And I guess Cougar does work there, maybe owns the place. Because she just told Meathead he was fired over this fight. And, you know, maybe Mistros the actual owner. And the guy who I thought was the other owner is just, like, head manager in charge. This is very confusing. You know, at the beginning of the movie, they should just lay out, like, who every character is. That'd be nice. Hollywood, I ask you of that. Just give us... The rolling list of characters before the movie starts. Just so I know who's who. You know, like a playbill. You can hand out a playbill with the movie so that everyone knows what's going on. Innovate, Hollywood. Innovate. It turns out that the Cougar's creepy mistro guy is actually Lee Douchebag's father. Which makes sense. You know, I can see the resemblance. They both look like douchebags. So... I can buy, I can, you know, a lot of times in movies, you think, well, there's no way that could possibly be that other character's father, they don't look related, but these two just exude douchebaggery, so I believe firmly that they're, but he doesn't own the water park, not yet, he's, apparently he's trying, so the guy who I thought was the owner that I thought, well, maybe was just a manager, no, he really is the owner, and his Girlfriend overheard the whole conversation about how Creepy Mistro is going to try to buy out the park, so she runs over to warn her boyfriend. So, the owner and his girlfriend sort of talk and their conversations pointless and doesn't bear repeating. And then Meathead's girl finds lead douchebag and their conversation doesn't bear repeating. But we're starting to get to the good part. Cause someone, a mysterious, mysterious person who I believe was the person we saw at the beginning of the film has cut some holes into one of the water slides and put some giant saw blades. So I'm guessing, I'm hoping, you know, don't fucking Chekhov's gun me here film. I'm hoping that the next morning someone is going down that water slide and getting sliced up like a fucking apple pie. That's the first thought I could think of. You can insert your own analogy. Just, I hope someone gets sliced up like your favorite thing that gets sliced up. So I'm going to take a moment to take some guesses on who the killer might be. Obviously, it's not going to be douchebag rock guy. um, Since he seems to be the main character. And I doubt any of his douchebag rock bandmates are... Killer, either, I don't think it's meathead's girl could possibly be meathead, but he seems too dumb to be able to pull this off. I mean it's a complicated trap. there's two saws forming an X that's just gonna slice people into four pieces really that that just seems beyond his scope um I don't think it's gonna be cougar or. Creepy Mistro. I mean, it could be Creepy Mistro, since he's trying to buy the water park. So he might want to kill people off, so that the property value drops. Then again, people have died before, and they still haven't closed this park. So, I don't know if that's such a good plan. I don't know if that will drop the property values. And, I mean, I don't think the owner is going to be murdering people. Because... I mean, if he plans to sell it, like that's gonna drop the value down, but then again, maybe he doesn't want to sell it, and so he purposefully is gonna kill people so that no one wants to buy it. I'm ruling out the creepy caretaker because he's just too obvious. It's never the obvious creepy caretaker; he's always innocent. that's just the way it is um who does that really leave there's I already ruled out cougar. For reasons. I don't think I even gave reasons for why I ruled out Cougar. Could be Cougar. Could be her. So, yeah, I think my main two suspects are Cougar and Meathead. Even though I said Meathead's dumb and couldn't pull it off. So really, it could be anyone's game. I just hope it's not one of those character who has never been seen before. Those always annoy me. So now it's the next morning, and Creepy Mistral is checking out the water park, just looking around. Because, I mean, I'm guessing since he wants to buy it, he wants to get a good view of everything. When a mystery assailant, because we only see from their point of view, carrying a gun attacks him and shoots him. Which is kind of disappointing, because if this is the killer, which I'm assuming since we're seeing from their point of view and they don't, filmmakers don't want us to know who yet. You use the gun? Come on. This is a horror movie. You don't use guns. Guns are boring and unimaginative. Get some sort of weapon that you fucking hack up the person. That's just the way it is. Guns are for action movies. Sharp objects are for horror movies. I didn't make these rules, but those are the rules. And so Creepy Mistro gets shot, and he goes running, and he goes into the storage room, And he opens up the closet, and there are the fucking kids that were killed at the beginning of the movie. Which makes me wonder, now, when the fuck did those kids get killed? So, is this not years after? Even though we have been told that people have died in the past. So, I mean, these kids disappeared at some point, and no one thought about it? There hasn't been, like, some big... Like manhunt, okay, like maybe they didn't realize that they were people didn't realize they were killed at the water park. So the water park wasn't a place of interest. But still, these fucking kids they were employees. So there would be something there. This is boggling my mind. Unless they've been dead for a while, but they look in pretty good shape. So maybe it's gotta be less than a month that they've been in this closet. And no one's noticed anything. So I don't know. I guess I will continue on and hopefully I'll get an explanation, but I don't have my hopes up. And then Meathead's in his car and it seems like the killer's about to sneak up on him. Um he's in his car trying to leave a message for his girl, trying to apologize when the mystery person comes closer and closer and jump scare it's not the killer or maybe not it's just creepy caretaker guy who could be the killer but as of right now he's not a killer at least not gonna kill meathead and so he gets in the car has a good heart-to-heart talk with meathead about love and how he should just let his girl go because it's just not meant to be um I mean, I thought it was a good heart-to-heart, but then again, I never had a heart-to-heart talk with my dad, so I'm not sure how they're actually supposed to look like. And then we go to the beach, and there's an annoying kid who, I guess his foot is broken or bleeding or something. I didn't pay too much close attention, but his negligent mother doesn't want to, you know, do anything because they paid for the whole day, so he wa- she wants to make that he make sure that he gets the money's worth out of this so she makes him put a bag a plastic bag on his foot because i don't know i'm not sure how that works because again i wasn't really paying that close attention to what's wrong with his foot but there's nothing i can think of with his foot that putting a plastic bag on it's going to really help with i mean i guess if it's bleeding it's going to stop blood from getting into the sand and then that way you don't get sand sharks Which is a real danger. But he goes digging through the sand. And he finds a Walkman. Old school Walkman. And he decides to listen to it. Which still works. Who knows how long this Walkman's been. Buried in the sand. Because you know it's. 2000 whatever. I forget when this movie was made. I wasn't paying attention. 2018 they said. That this is set in I believe. So. This is, what, like, at least 20 years past the heyday of Walkmans. Like, it's not even a Discman. Even a Discman would be, like, so outdated at this point. But a Walkman... So it's gotta be older than this fucking kid, who's, like, eight. So I don't know if he even knows what cassettes are. And it's in perfect shape. So who fu- whose fucking Walkman was this that is now in the sand? But um, the tunes... That we hear uh, not that great but still better than that band. But one thing I did want to mention is. who I'm just giving a warning. Do not listen to random music players that you find. Because when I was a kid I read in the Weekly World News. A story about how someone was taking ghetto blasters. Turning them into bombs and leaving them. On the sidewalks so that when someone picked them up and decided to put it on, turn on, to listen to some music, bam, it explodes, takes their head off. So you never know. That Walkman in the sand might have been a ticking time bomb. Leave it alone, kids. And then there's all these party people, which I've stopped paying attention or caring about these kids, but some of them are doing speed or trying to do speed, and I can't wait for them to die. And the caretaker's getting the ride started. Um, he turned on the water for the water slides, because, I don't know. I've, I guess I've never actually thought about that, but, yeah, I guess you'd have to turn the water on for the water slides so that people can go down the water slide. That's just something that never really occurred to me. That's weird. I guess I probably just never gave it any thought. But so then we get the ominous shot of the tube that has the crisscross saws there just waiting for its victims. And I'm not sure. I think there might only be one water tube at this water park that has that death trap. Which I don't know. If I, personally, if I was going to the trouble of setting up some death traps at a water park, I would do it in as many of the tubes as I can to just maximize the number of victims. You know, just, if you're going for it, just go big. Go big, then go home. That's my motto. Not really, I just made it up. And so the caretaker, he sees some blood in the grass and thinks, oh no, blood, that's weird. And then he just kind of covers it up because what is he going to do, like, close the park for today or alert someone that there's some blood cause as he mentioned earlier people have fucking died in this water park for years like just I know you can't see me but I'm slapping my head from the pain and then near one of the water slides the cougar is banging the virgin guy from earlier so I guess it's true That's her thing. She bangs virgins every summer. So, good for her for keeping that up. Um, You gotta have a hobby. And then, a bunch of the high school kids are doing cocaine. Are they still high school kids since technically they graduated? But they're doing cocaine to pump themselves up for... I don't know, I guess they're doing a race on these water slides? Um, Is that really, like do you race on the water slide? Like, how do you do that? Like, isn't that just kind of like aerodynamics and just based on like your body shape? Like, is there something you can do to give yourself an advantage to go down the water slide quicker? But remember one of these water tubes does have that death trap. They don't know about it, but someone's going to die soon. But, and I shit you not. For some reason, a dance-off breaks out. An extremely lame dance-off, but a dance-off nonetheless. I don't know why... i I'm, It's going to take me a minute to process this, that a dance-off happened. And it really shouldn't surprise me, but it does. So everyone's prepared and excited for the race... And Meathead comes by, and he decides he wants to be part of the race too, but he can't because he's not a graduate, and since he's not even an employee anymore, they want him out of the park, but they can't really kick him out of the park, they can just only stop him from being part of the race. So he's walking around all mopey when he notices a leak from one of the tubes, and he looks down on the ground and sees part of the shavings from the plastic tube, so he realizes something's up, something's wrong, this is not safe. So Meathead's not as dumb as I thought he was. So he tries to get the race stopped, but no one will listen to him because he's Meathead, and you know, I guess this definitively rules him out as the killer because if he was the killer, why would he stop the race from because if the race stops, the people won't die unless he's just being super clever and making it look like he doesn't want people to die because no one would suspect him because he knows no one will believe him but no Meathead's not that smart smart enough to recognize that this slide's been tempered with and so they run down the rules of this water slide race which is go down the waterslide and There's teams of three, and they all have to hold on to each other and, you know, go down the race. I wasn't paying too much attention to the rules, because who cares? Someone's going to die, so it's not like this race is going to matter anyways. And so everyone's prepared. They're going to fire the starting pistol. They're off, but... Oh, Meathead runs up and tries to stop them, because he knows something bad's going to happen. Although he just thinks the water slides are going to fall apart. But no one will listen to him because he's the crazed meathead. But he brings up that it's the 35-year anniversary of the murders and no one bats an eye. Like, what the hell? People were murdered at this fucking water park before and no one cares. That's so bizarre to me. So I'm guessing the people we just saw... In the closet earlier weren't the same people that were killed earlier in the movie but i don't remember seeing anyone else be killed in this movie i mean i sometimes do have like short-term memory loss problems as bad as the fish and finding nemo but i'm pretty sure i would have remembered if someone else got killed i think but anyways we're off for real the races have started, and they're jumping back and forth between the different tubes and the different teams because we don't know who's going to die. Is it going to be the Douche Rock Band with Meathead's girl because their bass player is uh, currently missing? Yeah, I didn't bring that up because who cares? I'm guessing he's dead by now. Will it be the emo goff kids that don't really look very emo or goth? And are just completely as disinterested in being there as I am watching most of this movie. Or the annoying sorority girls. So they jump back and forth. Did I kind of give it away with that uh, sound I made there? But anyways, they're jumping back and forth. And more teams are being sent down as well. And even someone pushes Meathead down. One of the tubes, because they got annoyed from him trying to stop everyone. But then we go back and forth, back and forth. Which team is going to be killed? And yes, it's the annoying sorority girls, as I kind of hinted at. And it's glorious slow motion. I love it. They just... They see it coming, they know, they're scared, and just slowly their bodies go through, slicing up. Oh, it's glorious, it's beautiful. And then we cut to the bottom of the pool. First douche rock band team comes down, so I guess they're the winners. Then emo kids come down. Second place, which is just the first loser. And then blood comes roaring down the third tube cuz i guess blood can't travel as fast as human bodies and the blood comes and then there's half a body or kind of maybe 3 fifths of a body i don't know like the entire like half torsos there and then kind of like a corner of the upper torso Which I guess I mean if you're sitting down when you went through them, you wouldn't get cut in four equal pieces. I'm spending too much time trying to figure that out. But anyways, the torso comes down and douche rock frontman he jumps into action and he starts climbing up that water tube to find out what's going on while everyone's screaming and scared because there's blood and a piece of body. I don't know if the rest of the bodies are going to come down. Let's see. And so, Dushrock front guy is going up the slide trying to get past all the body parts that are continuing to come down. And as you might guess, he's not having much luck because he's trying to fucking climb up a water slide with water coming down. I, I'll give him a pass because, you know... You're seeing all this blood and guts, so you might not be thinking properly, but you're not getting anywhere. And then we see that Meathead, the slide he's been thrown down, is the one with the death trap. And he sees it, and there's still some body stuck there. So he's trying to stop himself, but the water propulsion is going too much, and it's pushing him towards it, and he's starting to get sliced up. He's fighting against it. Meanwhile, uh creepy caretaker guy who is acting lifeguard uh he faints and falls and breaks his ankle so he's not gonna be much help so I guess we can also rule him out as the murderer and everyone's screaming except for annoying little kid who's still got his walkman on and he's just watching it and he's smiling so he's my new suspect for the killer he's he's my number one suspect His mom calls the police and says it's happening again. Then creepy caretaker is trying to radio up to the other people to tell them don't send any more swimmers down because, you know, there's the death trap. You don't want to send anyone else down. But the radio is not working. So, and the teams are a little short. So the owner and Cougar have decided that they're each going to fill in the team's. So they're both going to go down. Now will either one of them fall into the death trap? I'm guessing the owner will, and then Cougar will get full control of the water park. And hopefully she'll close it down because people fucking die at this water park. Well, it is the owner's tube that has the death trap. But he stops himself because he's too scared to go on. He doesn't realize there's a death trap going on. He's just scared about the water slide. And at this point, douchebag rocker lead singer has climbed all the way up to that part, and he's going to help get him out. However, the other two girls that were on his team continue going, and they hit the death trap, and it's too much for Meathead, who was still trying to stop himself, and he gets decapitated, and his head goes rolling, and I'm so glad Meathead is dead. Meanwhile, the other team has reached the bottom, the team with Cougar, and they're so busy being excited and celebrating that they don't notice that the water is now blood red. But once they see the bodies coming down in slow motion, everyone gets all scared and yelling in slow motion. Douchebag Drummer, who's been puking, uh, is called upon by creepy caretaker to go shut off the water. And seeing the Douchebag Drummer there has reminded me, uh, Douchebag Bassist has just been kind of disappeared and missing... So he's now my number one suspect for the murderer. And now one of the girls, I think it's the cougar? No, I think it's um, the other girl that I forget now. Uh, Meathead's girl is going into the shack or workhouse, whatever, and sees all the bodies thrown about and blood on the floor. So I'm guessing she's about to meet the killer. Let's see if I was right about it being the bass player. Douchebag Rocker Singer has tried to help the owner get out of the tube, but either the owner's too scared or he just doesn't give a fuck anymore and he lets go and just slides down to add to the pile of body parts, but Douchebag Rocker guy manages to get to the top where people are still going down the slide Well, there's... Remember, there's three slides, so only one of them has the duff trap. So the one the other slides, people get down and they're all excited and see all the floating body parts and get all scared. So douchebag rocker guy is here, and keep in mind he is covered in blood. And he's telling everyone, don't go down the slides, cause it's a bloodbath and you're gonna die. The people see him covered in blood, and they go, Nah. I'm going down the slide anyway. And now Creepy Caretaker Guy has gotten to the top to try to help corroborate the story of don't go down the slide or you will be chopped into fucking little bits. But instead of anyone listening to them, they just push Douchebag Rocker Guy and Creepy Caretaker down the slides because they're fucking assholes, I guess. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all fine with douchey rocker guy getting thrown down the slide, but creepy caretaker, he might be a little creepy, but he cares. And he takes care. That is why he is the caretaker. And he deserves better. And I hope those assholes that just pushed him down there also go down the slide and get hit by the death trap. Wait, what the fuck? We just suddenly went fade to black and cut to some unspecified amount of time later and... Uh, douchey Rocker Guy, um, meatheads girl, and Cougar are just kind of all dressed up, and they're attending the will and testament of Douchey Rocker Guy's dad, Creepy Mistro. Remember him? Yeah. Let's get that started. Mistro. I like that term. But, yeah, so he's getting the land deal money that... They've bought out the water park, and it's gonna get paved over. Which is good! They should've closed the water park down the first time people got killed there. So, and he gets 20 million, and then there's a close-up on Cougar. Who's smiling. And now it looks like we're getting a flashback. Hmm. Apparently, um... Several years back, 20, 30, I don't know however old Cougar is, when she was a little girl, her father went down the slide, hit his head, and drowned because the lifeguards were too busy making out at, to notice not only that he drowned, but that this little girl was fucking yelling at them that her dad was drowning. And I'm assuming that also no one else in the park fucking saw that this guy is drowning and heard that the little girl is yelling that her dad is drowning and went to the lifeguards and slapped them or tried to do anything. So she decided that she needs to get revenge on the park. And I do not fucking blame her because they did nothing. Despite the fact that there's a little girl yelling that her dad is drowning. Not a single person there did anything about it. And then to top it off, they never fucking closed the park how do you not close the park after there's drowning and also the murders? And remember, they've said it was deaths. So her father dying isn't the only person who died at this water park. But we never heard of them closing down. It's been an annual tradition of the graduates going there. And hold on, there's a post credit scene. In classic horror post credit scene. Someone that you thought was dead pops their head up from underneath the water. Like, oh my god, it's... I don't know who. I don't think I've seen that fucking kid. That might have been the kid with the Walkman earlier. I don't remember him even falling into the pool and drowning. What the fuck? He's just been hanging out there. Didn't anyone notice or get his body during the cleanup? Was there a cleanup? So many unanswered questions. They just fucking... Massive murder scene? Has there been no cleanup? Has there been no investigation? You know, everyone being interviewed on what happened? On why douche... Or Meathead... Well, I guess you can't ask any questions of Meathead because he's dead. But why he knew that something had been tampered with. And where is douchebag rocker bassist? Maybe he got killed. But, I don't know, he's missing. I still think i still think he was in on it remember he was banging cougar or else cougar killed him because she he somehow figured out the plan and just god i hate that water park good i'm glad that people died and you know, I don't think this was even Cougar's first summer working at the water park. So I don't know if it just took her this long to make the saw blades for the Death Trap. I get so many unanswered questions. I hope there is a sequel. Aqua Slash 2. Electric Boogaloo in H2O. Okay, I'm not good at titling sequels, but... Um actually honestly I hope there isn't a sequel